0: celebrating classics and creating new ones only on the music vibes podcast now here's your host dc hendrix
1: this is the music vibes podcast sponsored by neat 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 records and music located at 1836 south calhoun street in downtown fort wayne neat neat, neat stocks lps and cds across all genres and is an authorized dealer of ortofoam Audio Technica, Emotiva, Wharfdale, Project, and more. Please visit neatneatneatrecords.com for more information. This is the Music Vice Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites by subscribing to keep up to date and leave us a review. We appreciate that kind of thing. We had a couple more reviews. I wish I could give them a shout-out like I usually do, but they didn't leave their name. But uh, gave us a couple more five star reviews. So we're moving on up the chain here, Producer Cleveland. Yep, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Leave us a review, Apple subscribers. But we got a fun podcast this week. So we've talked about, you know, kind of branching out, you know, kind of trying to get to the younger audience a little bit. And um, I'm a big Twitter guy. I'm at Twitter. Um, I'm on Twitter at DC Hendrix. Follow my, my guy at Vibes underscore Cleveland. The podcast is at Music Vibes Pod. And we're on Facebook as well, Music Vibes Podcast and Instagram. So check us out. But yeah, big Twitter guy. So I'm scrolling, Producer Cleveland, and I'm, I'm scrolling and scrolling. It's late at night. I wish you stopped scrolling. I, I, I got to. I there. got to, man. That's what we do for this podcast. Okay. We <laughs> got to see what's the big topics for the week of music. And um, I'm scrolling and I see all these lists coming out. Now, obviously, lists are very opinionated um, and everyone's going to have different lists. Um, but lists always intrigue me just to see who's getting the respect and who's not. So the lists I'm talking about that came out, and that's what the podcast is on this week. Um, we're gonna have some fun with that. So the best of the two thousand and tens. First of all, I had to be reminded that this is the end of the two thousand and tens. First of all, I didn't I didn't even realize that until I seen these lists. I'm looking at these lists, I'm like, best of two thousand and tens? What are they? And I guess it really is almost over. We're almost in 2020. But, um, yeah, we have a fun guest is going to be joining us in just a few minutes. Eric Renner Brown. Um, He's one of the writers that I've met actually a few months back on Twitter. I met him. He actually covers concerts for Polestar. um, And he also writes for Rolling Stone, Billboard, Vulture, GQ, People, amongst others. He's a big freelancer, but he's going to be joining us here to give us his list of his top 10 we're only doing top 10s everyone's doing like top 200 albums of the 2010s just so they don't leave stuff out and they still left stuff out i don't know how that's possible but uh so we made our own list we had a little fun so obviously these are very opinionated so before we bring eric on to give us his list and kind of dig in to these other lists and kind of travel back to the 2010s it's we're still traveling back it's still in the past right so we're still traveling back so 2010 yeah, we haven't even finished the decade yet, not first yet. of all. A couple haven't more months. Finished. There's albums that couple still aren't even out yet. Yeah, but I mean, if they do come out in the next two months, it's not. It it, could can be. we really put that in the top list? That There could be. There's a
2: scenario where there's, there's a band, a musician, that put out their album this year. Nobody's heard of them, and they're the best it's band, best musician in 2027. That's that's, that's You don't know. Possible. You have no idea. No. These lists are way
1: too early. Cause there's only a couple months left, so like, what what else is gonna come out in these next couple of months that's gonna uh, really dictate?
2: Off the, off the top of my head, yeah. What's gonna dictate? Rex Orange County has an album coming out next month, and it that could would be not crack. the greatest album oh ever in for the for the millennial.
1: You you don't know? He could be the next Beatles. <sighs> if only I could turn his mic off. I wish I could, <laughs> but he's the one in charge. You so. already got
2: me started. You know, all weekend you had me <sighs> doing these lists. I've been busy. I haven't been able to do anything fun but focus on this list. Yeah,
1: producer Cleveland thanks um, too hard. Um, so we're just um we're just you know, we're just kind of looking back to the 2010s. Obviously this goes back to the a time where I was freshly turning twenty-one around there. I turned twenty one in two thousand eleven. So this is around my partying years. So uh <laughs> probably a lot of party albums that are gonna be on my list. So Let's go ahead and give our top 10 and then we'll bring on our guest, Eric. So producer Cleveland. So we'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth. And we obviously have our we started a new um, kind of segment on this podcast that we do at the very end. So you have to wait until the end to get this. But it's my turn. It's my turn yep. this week I get to drop the needle At the end of the podcast This week So be sure to Stay tuned for that I get to drop the needle Which is a new song Kind of a new vibe Of the week For you guys to check out And it's gonna be Themed along with this podcast It may be someone That's on one of my lists It may be someone That's on producer Cleveland's list It may be someone That's on Eric's list We don't know so And you don't So you're gonna have to Stay tuned in uh, For that towards the end So we'll kind of Go back and forth We'll start with number 10 You go first And I go We'll alternate And make our way down To number one So you go first what's your number 10?
2: Trying to focus on the li- on this list is hard because lists are just personal, especially when you're talking about music. Yeah. It's hard to uh, make a list on something that is trying to make a list that everyone can agree on. So this my list is strictly personal. Everyone's it. Yeah, Everyone's Everyone. Is. Every- yeah, yeah. My number 10, which I had to have it on the list, it's it's super underground, but I love Sen Morimoto's Cannonball that was released in 2018.
3: people watching there's people watching secret santa are you gifted people watching people watching secret cameras they keep the distance when you tried did it make the difference we've been so dramatic people watching it like why you
1: different laughing? different take on music in I general mean, like and i love you. it okay so problem number one and this this is honestly a problem i had with the other lists that were put out and i'm not going to call out the publications i'm not going to do that too many of them had albums from the last two three years and it's like ah, i feel like there's way too many to pick from from this decade to have any album i don't feel like any album that's been released over the last year or so should be on this list but that's one that's one i'm gonna have to check out i trust your music taste so i'm gonna have to dig into that that was just released last year you said uh 2018 yep, yeah yep, yep. all right that's interesting i'm gonna have to check that out so my number 10 and i full disclosure i have one artist in my top 10 twice couldn't escape it. I tried. Producer Cleveland, you were here. You witnessed it. I tried, right? I tried. You tried. I you tried t- not to have this artist in twice. I looked. I looked. And dig. And dug. Couldn't Couldn't <laughs> do it. So full disclosure, there is an artist that's in here twice. It is not this first one, though. That's at number 10. At number 10, looking at other lists, it looks like I'm the only one who feels like this artist should be in the top 100 even. Some lists didn't even have this guy in the top 100. And he has two albums that should probably be in the top 100 of the last decade but that would be childish Gambino I actually have because of the internet
4: no matter what you say what you do when I'm alone, I'd be with you. Niggas. I'll be right by your side 2005. Okay, hold up. hold up, wait a minute. All good, just a week ago. Crew at my house, and we party every weekend. So on the radio, that's my favorite song. Make me bounce around like I don't know, like I won't be here long. Now the thriller's gone. Got no,
1: I gotta tell you because of the internet was what broke out Childish Gambino's career. Um, that's that has the hits uh 3005. Um, but this is the album where he started experimenting a little bit more and showed his versatility. My personal favorite Childish Gambino album, in my opinion, I would say it's his best. I have Childish Gambino because of the internet at number ten, and this album was released back in 2013.
2: We're we on number nine. Number nine for me. Um, this is one that was on a lot of the list that we were looking up, but I really did enjoy uh, Flower Boy 2017. Uh, mm. Tyler the Creator. Call me, call me, call Solid album, solid. And the only album that I saw on the on multiple lists that I agreed, some of them were higher than, or the album was higher on some lists than others,
1: but mm-hmm. definitely should be on the list. Yeah, I I kind of like Tyler, the creator. He's a little different, uh, not really my style, but he's one that you got to give credit to. He's very creative. And so at number nine, I actually have... And if you follow me on social media, you actually seen I just shared this the other day that I just got this on vinyl um, I found it had to grab it There's no reason why I shouldn't grab it. So I have The Weeknd House of Balloons I turned 21 in the year 2011 Right. And this album House of Balloons by The Weeknd was released March of 2011. It's a party album. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's a party album. The Weeknd was partying around this time. I was partying around this time. He had the big song that he had, uh, probably the biggest, most successful song, uh, but Wicked Games was on this album. That's probably what a lot of people would recognize this album from. Uh, So, yeah, I have The Weeknd with House of Balloons from 2011 at number nine.
2: All right. On my number eight, I'm going to... kind of change speed here and go with uh, more indie indie rock style. I like that. And uh there is a band called Don't Laugh at Me Now, all right? They're called Rainbow Rainbow Kenton Surprise. Oh, all yeah, right? I've heard of them. All right. Absolutely, yes. How to Friend, Love and Freefall came out in 2018.
3: I ain't trying to paint your conclusions. It's pay to play rules. Today's a day for Sue and tie, celebration, now they hammer loose, and I'm falling down with shit caked in my shoes, I ain't feeling this pair of twos. Ante-upper, just forward boy. Take a world take two. Faking it, baby, I've been patient, watching the way you move. Protecting all your clues and feeding off your cues like once Yeah, three, four,
1: solid, four, solid five, album. So, my number eight is actually, I have the Foo Fighters with Wasting Light. had to go a little bit back on this one this was another one from 2011 um has songs like rope walk these days white limo bridge burning um but this album you know really post grunge hard rock alternative rock this this was big for the Foo fighters and i believe and wasting light debuted at number one in 11 countries wasting light actually earned four grammy awards including best rock album i don't understand why people didn't have this in their top some of them didn't even have it in their top 50. And it's like, really? Really? Nominated for four Grammys? Won four Grammys? <laughs> yeah, Foo Fighters is a big one for sure.
2: Uh, so on number seven here, I was kind of split. Wasn't sure. But um, this next album, I am surprised. Surprised, DC, that this was not on any list that I saw. Okay. Okay. And it's, it's seven on my list, but it is on my list. And I think the reason why no one's talking about is people forgot how big this album is. Rolling Papers.
4: All, oh, day, day. Owe, oh,
2: away, Wiz Khalifa 2011. What? This is not on anyone's list. No one's talking about it. when this thing came what? out.
1: People
2: of if you didn't even listen to rap, you were listening to this album.
1: It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't like matter. Like a proud father right now, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> so proud of you right now. Um, and that album—that's a good one. You just put that on, and you—you sl- you know the how big of a Wiz play. Khalifa fan I am. I, yep. did, I didn't have and that. And it's not even on your list. I know. It, well, it's—that's what I'm here for. That's <laughs> one that you know. I try not to be biased, and because like I feel like people know how much I like Wiz Khalifa, and like. I mean, if you ask me, Wiz Khalifa's probably top three. You know, Rolling Papers is probably top three. Oh yeah. But it's like like worldwide was it as big as I felt. I personally didn't feel that way. I didn't feel like that album stacked up against these. It's one of my personal favorites. I probably play that more than these albums today. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. I d I don't know, man. I love Wiz Khalifa and Rolling Papers. That that was a that was an album though that kind of transformed his career. It really oh, did. Black oh, yeah, and Yellow. Sure. Yeah. Um, first of all, turned into a sports anthem. I mean, you have <laughs> Lil Wayne doing remix for the Packers. Um. I mean, that album went crazy. You had All My Level with Too Short. Yeah, that's a good one, man. I'm really proud of you, actually, with that. Um. So my number seven, I'm, I, I'm sure you'll like this one. I know this is one you're familiar with. So we're going back to 2013 from Republic Records. September 27th, actually. That's actually not that long ago. Pure Heroin. By Lord. Oh, yeah.
3: Don't you think that it's boring how people talk? Making smart with the words again. Well, I'm bored. Because I'm doing this for the thrill of it. Killing it. Never not chasing a million things I want. I am only as young as the minute is full of it. Getting pumped up on the little bright things I bought. But I know they'll never own me. Yeah. Baby, be the class clown.
1: I, I wanted be this a little bit higher, but couldn't do it. Um, this is another one that is one of my personal favorites. I really love Lord, the Electrona Electro Pop sound, the dream pop. Um, I really love her sound, and this album was fantastic. She had a lot of radio hits with this. And um, this is her debut album, obviously a New Zealand singer, Lord, but she had uh, songs like Royals that I know you've heard, Tennis Court, oh, wow. you heard Team, all three of those have been on the radio. Those are three big singles and still to this day, I still play them. I can't find it on vinyl anywhere though, so if you if you find one on vinyl, go ahead and send me the link because I need it. But yeah, Lord, Pier Heroin back in 2013 is my number seven. Yeah, and that's one of those albums that just it doesn't matter
2: what kind of music you listen to, you enjoy you enjoy that album, or at least the music that they're making, the genre. It's it's solid. Number six is an instrumental band. And I don't okay. know how, how how in depth you get with them, but um, I have an album called Grow that came out in twenty fifteen by Chan. <laughs>
1: C-H-O-N. Oh, wow. yes. Yeah. They have, uh, what's the song, Can't Wait?
2: Yep, Can't Wait. That, that's yep, on there, yep. isn't it? Uh, Can't Wait, yep, it's yep, on there. that's right. See,
1: come on oh, now. Yeah, come yeah. on now. Come on. We are missing, missing these good albums. There we go. That is a good one, though. <laughs> Man, I do like that. So that's your number six. I'm trying to keep up here. We're moving pretty fast, actually. Uh, so my number six, as we were making our way to our top five, I got Drake at number six with Take Care. I've
4: asked about you and they told me my mind didn't change it, I still feel the same, what's a life with no fun, please don't be so ashamed, of have you've had yours, we both know, we know, they won't get you like I will, my only wish is I die real, cause that truth hurts and those lies heal and you can't
1: obviously a lot of Drake fans so will so be like, oh, all his albums all are in the, the top 100, all 100. his albums are in the top, that's how the, his fans are, and Like I said, I tried really hard not to have artists twice. I probably could have had Drake twice with this or nothing was the same, but you know what? I probably wouldn't have those in my top 10. I feel like that's a little high to have that many Drake albums, but I got to take care. And I picked that one once again, another party one. And again, this is 2011. Uh, The Year I Turned 21. As a matter of fact, this was released after I turned 21. So you know I was in the club. (laughs) You know I was partying with this album. But yeah, Drake Take Care. You know It's when he's with Rihanna. He had the song with Rihanna called Take Care. Um, You had Marvin's Room, Headlines, The Motto, True Love with The Weeknd. I mean, just hits. Make Me Proud with Nicki Minaj. This, This is one of those few albums that I can listen to all the way through. I have this one on vinyl as well. That's another untouchable vinyl of mine. But yeah, Drake take care going back 2011 is my number six and it's funny you're mentioning about that
2: album or at least musicians and bands that just everything's good so it's hard to choose one album and there's a couple of bands that i had a hard um hard time trying to just find one album that i like and Mm -hmm. and so they don't even make my list but um uh rapper like kendrick lamar how do you choose one uh, one of my personal favorite bands, Dance Kevin Dance. I couldn't choose one, so it didn't make the list because I just like everything. And then, uh, as well as another person or musician that I won't spoil for the listeners that are on your list, but those are the band, those are the groups, the musicians, the bands that it's hard to choose just one album. Mm-hmm. My number five, he is another uh, new musician. Uh, he goes by Oliver Tree. Um, he just released uh an EP in 2018, and then I think another one just this year. So, I mean, brand new, but another one of those game changers. Uh But it's the Alien Boy EP.
3: I fell down to earth from a hundred miles away, and somehow I still make it work.
4: But it's overrated, and somehow Doors down so you can't ignore it. I'll hunt you down like a Tyrannosaurus. My teeth are sharp like a gray-white shark. Let me taste that flesh. It's my favorite part. Got an eagle beak with the ostrich feet. Seven spider eyes for every day
1: five six songs on it but it's a from solid, 2018
2: again oh my God. Come, it, i'm telling you man once you listen to it you're, you have you're a like whole okay decade. i see You I have see. a whole decade to pick from and you have decade. two albums Th- this is from what last i was <laughs> this is what i was trying to tell you it's too early to make lists like oh the, the decade's goodness. not even over yet and you're already already trying to get me to do these lists the decade is there's two months left and i haven't slept for three
1: days trying two to make months. this list <laughs> this is i'm sorry folks i'm sorry he's doing this to you guys uh, I'm, I'm sorry today. you guys i'm sorry you guys are hearing this so my number five <laughs> this was released back august 20th of 2016 just two days after my 26th birthday this is one of my personal favorite artists so we released it just in time that would be none other than frank ocean one of the most talented artists it is. in the music business frank ocean with blonde
4: time we even no control if the sky is pink and white if the ground is black and yellow it's the same way you show me not my head don't close my eyes pathway on a soul more it's the same way you show me
1: if you could fly then you'd feel it's really hard again to pick which one i wanted higher but this is i'm full disclosure this is one of my favorite artists, so it was hard to pick which album I wanted here. Uh, but Blonde includes the big single Nikes, that he released and that was the only single he released with this album. But obviously there's a lot more than that. You got Pink and White. I mean, just all the way through just not he has vibes, man. It's just Like how do you just choose vibes? It's hard. It's hard. That's my point. So that's my <laughs> that's my number
2: 5. All right, number 4 for me, uh I have Post-Hardcore Roots, liked a lot of hardcore, post uh metal, uh okay. some call it boy bands with breakdowns. So, this album came out in uh, 2012, and it's okay. the Black Diamond EP by Issues. But that EP is game changer. I mean, it just meshes in so many genres. So, there it is.
1: I'm impressed, I'm impressed. That is a good one. Um, So my number four, I can't believe no one had this band at all on their list. On one side, I'm shocked. On the other side, I'm not. Because like this band just doesn't get the exposure and respect that I think they deserve. I've seen this band two times in concert. I've seen them two times last year. I'm talking about indie pop band from France. Their fifth studio album. We go back to 2013, Phoenix, Phoenix with Bankrupt. Got this at number four, and I probably could add it higher because this is probably one. I probably play this album more than any one other one on here. Big singles, Entertainment, that I'm sure you guys probably heard. Trying to be cool is another one of my favorites. S.O.S. and Bel Air. These were the three singles that were released. But this album right here kind of put them over the top. It kind of changed them from just being a big band in France to being a big band around the world. And I say that because you know where this album charted at? Number four. Four. On the Billboard 200. That's high for a band that's just coming out of France. Just some indie pop band. Um, even even in the UK. And that's what I mean by this. It debuted at number three on the French album charts. Uh, it's number four on Billboard 200 here in the, in the States. And even in the top 15 out in the UK. That's worldwide, man. That's literally all across the world. So I'm going with Phoenix with... Bankrupt from 2013 at number four. Yeah, that's gonna be an album I have to check out again.
2: Alright, number three for me I, I cheated a little bit. I meshed two EPs together because once again, I couldn't choose. I'm sorry. Breaking I'm all sorry. The rules. I couldn't I, Hey, there were no rules when we came into this. Alright, the, the decade is not finished and you're trying to make me compile a, a top list number three. I meshed together both soy Pablo and Roy Pablo Ah. Boy Pablo Okay there's only six songs on each EP I couldn't choose one I just meshed them together They came out 2017, 2018
1: You can choose one or the other. They're that's both the, that's that bedroom pop we we both yes, like. Lo- yes, bedroom pop. At number three, this is one that a lot of people had at number one on their list. I got Kanye West with "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy."
4: Uh. Uh. I love it though. I love it though. <laughs> you know. Uh. Put your hands to the constellations The way you look should be a sin You my sensation I know I'm to the congregation We love Jesus, but you done learned a lot from Satan
1: <laughs> This is number one on a lot of people's list. I couldn't do number one. I cannot take away his creativity on this album. A masterpiece, in my opinion. I mean, you had John Legend on the album with, uh, with the blame game. Um, I mean, you got Rick Ross on here with the devil in a new dress. I got Kanye West with that at number three all right number two we already
2: talked about it before but put the album on listen to it all the way through awaken my love 2016, Childish yes. Gambino. Yes, soulful.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad we both have Gambino at least. Yeah, okay. I mean, we were looking at list and they didn't have Gambino at all. No, not, are you joking? Not very much. Are you joking? How do you not have Gambino on your list at all? 2010s. He has two, three albums that should be on there. Um, so number two, I have Kendrick Lamar to "Pimp a Butterfly."
3: He wore, no light jacket.
1: This album got not only just black people Not only African Americans But this brought everyone together This was a monumental album It really did With this song all right Really all by itself Not to mention the other songs like I That are on this album um, If These Walls Could Talk of uh, these walls. I mean, there's hits all across this album, but I had to put it very high on the list just because of what it did—not only in the music industry, but to the world. The world came together. I have Kendrick Lamar to Bump a Butterfly at number two. All right, to finish it off, as I had said before, I have
2: post-hardcore roots, and so my number one came out in 2010. So early, early, early. People forgot about the album by now. It's okay. Emma self-titled Emerosa self-titled yeah. Emorosa
3: it all together now because I sell myself short every time
2: Johnny Craig's voice is yeah. so smooth, soulful, and the rock music behind it just covers everything for me. Number one. That's number one. That's number one. That's
1: the album where I don't hesitate to play like it all that. the way through. I like that. All right. So my number one. So I have yet to mention an artist that's on here twice. So that only leaves one. Who is it? Who is Drum it? Drum roll. We go back to, once again, 2012. Pretty much freshly 21 still this is, this is my party decade right here but this was <laughs> this isn't really a party album though this is a little bit of that i mean it's talking about you know relationships this was around when i was starting to get in relationships so this was album that i really took in and it helped me make through a lot you know i'm not even trying to get all sentimental but yeah, a lot really of nostalgia as well a lot of nostalgia yeah, yeah, and i had to choose it it was a no brainer for me july of 2012 frank ocean released his debut studio album channel orange
4: She's headed to the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. She's working at the pyramid tonight. Working at the pyramid. Working at the pyramid tonight. working at the pyramid. Working at the pyramid tonight. Yeah. Working at the pyramid. Yeah. Working, at the pyramid. Ooh, uh, working at the pyramid tonight. Yeah. Workin at the pyramid, uh. Working at the i had to go
1: with this number one just all the way through i mean there's not a bad track on this entire album at all i mean you got thinking about you which was his first single re-released pyramids which is the party song that i talked about earlier uh you got sweet life you got lost super rich kids it's all the way through. I think Frank Ocean Channel Orange is the best album of the decade. 2010 is the decade of talking about the best albums ever. We're going to dig a little bit deeper. We're going to talk albums and songs. Our good friend and our first time guest here, Eric Renner Brown, again, a freelancer. He writes for Rolling Stone, Billboard, amongst other big music platforms. He's joining us right now in the podcast to help dig a little bit deeper. Hey, Eric, this is DC. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. Excited to talk to you today. i seen one of your
0: tweets. Pitchfork okay
1: yeah Yeah, i couldn't remember there's been so many lists since the last time we talked um i can't keep up at this point so
0: many so many
1: can't keep (laughs) up at this point so um let's go ahead and start there so what are your first thoughts so my producer here is not a big fan of all these uh lists coming out he feels like it's too early i disagree with that because there's only a couple months left in the decade anyway so like i feel like all the best music has been released so i disagree with that but what were your first thoughts seeing all these lists being put out by these music platforms
0: well, it's definitely interesting, um, because you have to kind of wonder about, uh, recency bias and, you know, how are people evaluating things from 2018, 2019 that we've maybe only had, you know, a year or two to digest. I think Pitchfork had, um, Lana Del Rey's album, which just came out a few weeks ago. They had it in their top 20, I think. And, yeah. you know, how are we, how are we evaluating things that we've spent a year or two with versus, uh, you know, things like uh, Kanye's Dark Twisted Fantasy from 2010 or, mm-hmm. you know, Kendrick's Good Kids from 2012, you know, um, that we've had a lot more time to unpack. So that that was one thing that caught my eye, that, you know, um, uh, the entire decade, knowing that these lists would come out, I kind of had been thinking of that. And it's been interesting to see it now. Um, as far as there still being a couple months left in the year, you know, I would, I would find it hilarious if in November somebody dropped, you know, masterpiece that maybe wouldn't make these (laughs) lists but editorially i get it you know people i think that this makes more sense maybe uh because then we'll be able to still have you know um your 2019 year-end coverage and give all the stuff that came out this year which it has been a strong year give all that stuff it's due so that's uh that's interesting
1: yeah, I usually do like a best of the year at the end of the year, the very last podcast of the year. Um, But mm-hmm. I see I seen this coming out. And I, at first I was in shock, like, oh, man, the decades really it really is coming to an end. Like I was kind of in, in denial at first. <laughs> so, you know, started I started there. So that was my first reaction. And then obviously looking at the list, I was a little bit disappointed. I think you were disappointed that. Um, And I wanted to start here. One artist that I feel like has really been shafted with these lists is Childish Gambino. Now I'm looking at these lists and I mean, this guy probably has three albums to be quite honest with you. In my opinion, that should be considered, especially when you have lists that are top 200, it's like really? And you barely have Childish Gambino to crack this list. So that is one artist that I feel like that has really been, you know, overlooked with these lists. Who would you say has been overlooked the most after looking at some of these lists?
0: Well, first, I definitely agree with Childish Gambino. I'm not um, necessarily as big of a fan of some of his earlier work, but Mm -hmm. uh, for sure, Awaken, My Love, you know, Grammy-nominated album, you know, some really truly classic songs, really elevated him also to the top tier of, you know, touring and all that, really influential, Mm -hmm. and also This is America, I think, is one of the classic tracks from last year and uh really cemented his place so that surprised me um to start off with i was also really surprised you know with pitchfork's list um both their songs and their albums list anderson pack wasn't on either Mm -hmm. of them and i thought that was a pretty big omission especially because they have championed him in the past that was interesting to me i think malibu is a classic album with a lot of uh you know, a lot of parts that you know tell us a lot about music this decade, and you know, also have some classic songs on it. So that one was one that uh, caught my eye for sure as not um, not making the cut.
1: Yeah, and before we get to your list, because I know you, uh, you have a nice, uh, nice top 10 for both songs and albums that you were, that were your picks, uh, for the best of mm-hmm. 2010s mm-hmm. poll. Before we get to that though, I think we all can agree, kind of looking back, this is something that I noticed looking back into the 2010s decade. I think we both can agree that this was a decade where we finally seen hip hop really take over. At least that's my opinion. Looking back, there was a lot more hip hop to look into than any other genre?
0: Yeah, I mean, so, like, I have a longer list of albums than my top ten, and outside of that, there, you know, I think it was a great decade for rock. I think there were a lot of great rock albums to come out, but mm-hmm. as far as if you're looking at the culturally important um, statements, um, whether it's from a musical standpoint or a lyrical standpoint, or both, I feel like um, hip-hop was definitely uh, where you were really seeing those those advances and those developments happen, for sure. And also seeing the fact that it was also a time where um, a lot of those albums were bringing in other uh, musical styles, like, you know, with um, with September Butterfly, for example. That's my number one album of the decade. And that so heavily leaned into sounds that maybe weren't, Associated with that genre, you know, you're bringing in Flying Lotus with the hip, the, um, the electronica and, you know, you're bringing in like Thundercat and Kamasi with kind of the jazz elements. And so you were seeing a lot of experimentation too in, in the genre. And I think that kind of, that's why, uh, when you look at Pitchfork's top 10, they're, uh, nine out of 10, I think, weren't rock albums. I think only one was a rock album, Vampire Weekend.
1: Yeah. And I, obviously I agree that, you know, that album by Vampire mm-hmm. Weekend was a great one. I just couldn't, I couldn't put that in my top 10. And kind of looking at your list, uh, I see that we agree on four out of your yeah. 10. So almost half, almost half. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta give, you know, and i I'll, I'll let you, I'll give you the floor and kind of count down yeah. from 10 through one. So, all right, let's start with number 10. What made you pick this album at number 10? Tell us which one you picked and why.
0: Yeah. So, um, Tribe, uh, we got it from here. Thank you for your service. That just, uh, that was a really, uh, crucial album for me. Obviously, you know, um, when it, the timing of when it came out was so important. It was the first really, you know, big album after the 2016 election. And that just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's pretty sentimental for me in terms of like it that and run the jewels three which came out a few weeks after it those really kind of got me through a very uh challenging fraught period mm-hmm. and then i figured that it that album probably did for a lot of other people too yeah. but um you know even setting that aside uh just an extremely tight album 16 songs about an hour obviously uh five last statement um before his passing, and, you know, you also have got just kind of a who's who of some of the most important uh, musical voices of the decade on there as well. Um, Mm -hmm. You've got Kendrick's on there, Kanye's on there, uh, Anderson is on there, even uh, Jack White's on there. The Elton John sample on uh, All in Wallen Sound is amazing, you know. So um, so that's a very special album to me, and I think that, you know, it just uh, stuck with me for sure.
1: What I really like about your list and something that I tried to do, but just wasn't able to do, you're a lot more diverse with your top 10. I really tried to do that, and I did have a few in mind, but just kind of, we're not going to go literally all the way from 10 down to one. Let's go to the rock side. What is some rock that you have in your top 10 from the 2010s decade?
0: I have Tame Impala and St. Vincent are both on there, and those are examples where I think those artists, had more than one classic album this decade, uh, my, so my picks were Tame Impala, Lonerism, mm-hmm. and Saint Vincent, self-titled. But I think the, uh, Tame Impala, Currents, and Saint Vincent's uh, Strange Mercy. I think those are both also you know uh, true classics of the decade. And I think that those artists, uh, to you can really understand where rock was at this decade by, by looking at those artists because of you know Tame Impala, uh, Kevin Parker's collaborations with everyone from you know rihanna to lady gaga and you know saint vincent was working with um you know jack antonoff and all that so so they kind of helped contextualize it in in terms of uh pop and then i also um had lcd sound system on there this is happening Mm -hmm. another just that 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 in that in arcade fire the suburbs which was also on my list those are you know 2010 albums that maybe kind of point to uh indie rock of yesteryear i guess <laughs> but um but uh and then you know Father John Misty um I love you honeybear i think yeah. that that's just uh you know plainly i think it's just some of the best songs written this decade i think it's a masterpiece and a- again another um another artist who i think was really uh emblematic of a lot of the themes of this decade while also being totally um unique Absolutely
1: agree. Yeah, Tame Impala, Lonerism was definitely one that I was looking at, you know, if I was going to put that in my top 10. Just couldn't do it. Uh, LCD Sound System is another one. This is happening. That was another one that was like right outside and I was really trying yeah. to. Um, I just couldn't do it. So, but yeah. let's let, let, your top four, though. So, these are the ones that we actually agree on. I agree to that <laughs> I have all four of your top four in my top 10. Uh, so, kind of awesome. tell us, tell us who your top four.
0: Again, um, so... My top four are um, Frank Ocean's Channel Orange and Frank Ocean's Blonde, Mm. and then Kanye West's Dark Twisted Fantasy, and my number one is Kendrick's uh, Pimple Butterfly, and just like a few of those rock artists I mentioned, um, all, all three of those artists, Kendrick, Kanye, and Frank, I think they all put out more than one classic, so to speak, this decade, and I was actually kind of torn talking to some people like, do I include... I do too by by Frank you know <laughs> and actually pitchfork pitchfork did that they had both of those Frank albums in their top 10 I think at one in ten and um, so that was kind of just a, a question to begin with but yeah uh, you know I think that Frank is uh, obviously just one of the gifted voices of, of, of music this generation I think that um I think that channel orange and blonde is the reason that I really decided to include both was um, That they're, it's it's yin and yang to me. They, (laughs) um, say one is, Channel Orange is so, so, uh, maximalist and so, um, sweeping, such a broad statement. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Blonde is so, uh, interior and, you know, you listen to it in the dark by yourself and get really (laughs) emotional, you know. Um, so those were really key for me to include, uh, Kanye's Dark Twisted Fantasy. I just think, um, you know, what, what can you say about that album that hasn't been said? Right. Such so, so ambitious. Obviously Kanye's legacy uh, is pretty clouded now <laughs> yeah. given, given kind of what happened in recent years. But, um, but, you know, I think that you look back at that album and it was so ambitious, took so many strands, so many different, um, so many different types of music, so many different artists and united them and kind of, summed up where music had been and pointed to where it was going to go um this decade at the, at the outset of this decade so that to me is is key and then the reason why uh kendrick is number one for me well first of all um it is my favorite kendrick album although i do think uh, good kid and damn are both amazing records in their own right Absolutely. and you know would be on any, like, larger, longer list I have of albums of the decade. Um, But uh, To Me The Butterfly, just the the cohesion of the album, Mm -hmm. the kind of broader themes of it, obviously, uh, you know, also just kind of its social impact in 2015, what it meant to a lot of people. Um, The fact that All Right was basically, you know, the anthem of the Black Lives Matter movement, that is just hugely culturally important.
4: I'm fucked up, homie, you fucked up, but if God got us, then we, go right. right, right. we gon' be all right. Nigga, we gon' be all right. Nigga, we gon' be all right. We gon' be all right. Uh, and when I wake up, I looking at me for the pay cut Bahamas,
0: The fact that I really do think that he is, uh, I think that he's the, the visionary artist of the 10s, him and Frank. And I think that uh, this is where he really put it together. And also, you know, as I said earlier, um, you know, while bringing in kind of like jazz influences, electronic influences, funk influences, he really, you know... Um, He he swung for the bleachers and he, I think he really made it.
1: (laughs) The main part, and I think you kind of answered this, was I wanted to get your thinking on having Frank Ocean twice in your not only top 10, but top 5. So I didn't have him twice in the top 5, I did have him in the top 10, and it was the same. It sounded like it was the same thing for you. It was like kind of hard to figure out uh, which one did you want to have in the list because, like, that's not something you want to do. You don't want to have the same artist in twice, but. I I honestly could not think of an album that was better than because like for me the easy one was Channel Orange for me that was yeah. the one where I was like yep this is definite this has to be in the top ten so Blonde was the one where I was like is it because it's not really recent because I mean we're approaching a few years here since it's been released yeah. so I think Blonde was the harder decision for me on if I was gonna take that out of my top ten but it's really refreshing I, I just basically said. I came to the conclusion. I don't think there, there's albums that I had below that that were better. I just couldn't say that.
0: So I'm curious what was your, um, what was the rest of your list? Because I haven't, I don't think I've seen it. All
1: right, yeah. So I haven't tweeted it out yet because I was waiting to drop this podcast. So, um, okay. <laughs> so here's here's my number ten. So my number ten um, is Childish Gambino with Because of the Internet. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people like Awaken My Love, but I really resonated with Because of the Internet. I feel like this was the one that broke him out. I know this wasn't you know, nominated for Grammys or anything, but this is the one. I know he had Chance the Rapper on it. He did a song with R&B artist Lloyd with uh, Telegraph Avenue, Oakland. Um, you have Janae Ico on a track I love when they collab, but you have 3005. Um, you got that one, The Worst Guys, Shadows. So a few of those and I just love that album all the way through i feel like that really showed his versatility number nine i had the weekend house of balloons um, oh a classic that's a classic <laughs> man yeah people were sleeping on this one i seen a, a couple people put this on the list i think pitchfork has it in their top 200 they better because that's two, 200 you're telling me house of balloons doesn't crack that so uh yeah i got the weekend house of balloons at number nine i feel like again that was one that broke him onto the scene I
0: feel like the weekend, I, I do feel like he peaked with that album. Yeah, or I mean, I, I think that he's had obviously plenty of good work since, but mm-hmm. uh, that also just kind of pointed. It was a real bellwether in terms of uh, in terms of where pop and R and B and all that would would That's go true. for the rest of the decade. So.
1: That's true. Yeah. So that uh, exactly for that reason is why I had to have it. I know a lot of people have been overlooking it. So number eight, I have the Foo Fighters with Wasting Light. This is one I had to double check to see if this actually cracked the 2010s because I thought I honestly thought this was before I thought this was my high school years. I graduated <laughs> in 2009, so I thought this was my high school years. Apparently, I was wrong. That was 2011. Um, but yeah, songs Rope, Bridge Burning, which is my favorite song from the album. That's the first one. These days yeah. walk. So a lot of songs on there, a lot of singles that they released. So I did the Foo Fighters to try to get some rock in there. It was either that Rope or Tame. Rope is
0: amazing. Yes. Rope is amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, so it was either that or Tame Impala. I couldn't make my decision. Mm-hmm. I went with the Foo Fighters. Gave them the slight edge. Number seven. This is one a lot of people have been sleeping on as well. Lord with pure heroin. Mm-hmm. I got that one at number seven. I know a lot of a lot of people have been putting melodrama in their you know high on their list. I think this one's better. I really do.
0: The pure heroin singles are unbeatable. Yes. I agree. <laughs>
1: Tennis Court Royals team. I don't think melodrama matches up to that. Not even close. So, mm-hmm. and that was, you know, that was around when I turned 21. You know, I'm listening to this. I'm like, "Man, I really like this. I don't know who this is, but I really like this." Um, so that was one I had to put in to give her her respect. Number 6, I have Drake with Take Care. Um, mm-hmm. that that's one I had to put in here. A lot, some Drake fans were telling me, "Oh, you got to have Drake in there." And it's like, you know, I a lot of people I even seen some lists that had them two or three times in their top, you know, thirty and I can't I can't do that many. Number five, that's where I have Frank Ocean Blonde. I have that one cracking the top five. Number four, I have my personal favorite band, Phoenix with okay. bank, Bankrupt. Yeah, that one has Trying to Be Cool, Entertainment, you know, Electro Pop group. I, I love their sound. They're my favorite band. And there's there's another one that I feel like's been overlooked as well. And a group that's been overlooked.
0: I think Trying to Be Cool is is a classic uh, Mm -hmm. late Phoenix or for Phoenix, late era Phoenix track.
1: I like it. I like it. See? See, I got people thinking with that one. And then uh, our top three is the ones that we agreed on. So I got Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy at number three for all the reasons pretty much that you said, just an absolute masterpiece. So one Mm -hmm. and two was the hardest decision for me. It was either To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar or Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Very slight edge I gave to Frank Ocean. So Kendrick Lamar is number two um, mm-hmm. with, for the, all the same reasons, the way he took in the culture and, you know, had the anth- anthem with All Right, but also These Walls, which is probably my, honestly, that's my favorite song from the album. These Walls yep. Could Talk. And then Channel Orange at number one, Frank Ocean, changing the world in the industry with that album Channel Orange. So what did you think of my
0: 10? Oh, I think it's awesome. I like some of the, less. I like some of the, uh, some picks that have been showing up everywhere, you know, I mean, Foo Fighters, obviously, you know, a huge act and huge, um, in terms of so few rock acts that are anywhere near as popular as Foo Fighters are now. Uh, cool to see the Phoenix shout out for sure. And yeah, I love the, I love the weekend inclusion because that, that is a classic album. And also just, it's so funny thinking about the weekend now of how we all know Abel, we all know who he is and everything, but back then it was really this mysterious, weird thing that nobody quite had a handle on. I don't nobody be, knew who he was. He, you know? he didn't
1: show his face.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> And I remember, you know, uh, like when Frank Ocean and Miguel kind of came around, people were like, oh, well, this is the the weekend is like the weekend almost pioneered what they ended up doing, you know, right. so so that's uh that's interesting.
1: Yeah, man, appreciate that. So let's go to your <laughs> songs. You have you also have the best songs from two thousand and ten. Oh, okay. So that was a little bit difficult. So kinda of talk about at least a few of the songs that you chose from the two thousand and tens.
0: Yeah, well so my um my albums list was about half rock and half rap and um my songs list is a little bit less rock oriented i do have um i do have Misky your best american girl and i have arcade fire on there um with the title track from reflector but it was also you know and it was important for me to uh spotlight a couple electronic tracks that you know i think were key tracks uh caribou can't do without you i had that at 10. Mm. um todd church with the inspector Norse. i had that at five i think that's just a classic song and uh Flying Lotus, featuring Kendrick Lamar with Never Catch Me. Mm. That's that's another just true classic for me. And um, and actually, the Never Catch Me has my favorite music video of the 2010s. I think it's a beautifully, uh, beautifully shot music video. Um, I have both Noel Sisters on there with Cranes in the Sky by Solange at 7. Mm. Um, Solange's A Seat at the Table was an album that just barely missed my top 10. I think it's Another really um really essential album of the twenty tens and that, that is the uh that is the centerpiece song. Um Beyonce topped my list with formation. Um I think that there are a few songs that capture uh the twenty tens as much as that one does, um, just in terms of from the fact that uh Ray Tremard helped write the riff to, you know, kind of the Socio political elements of it, and then obviously, you know, dropping that uh, instant classic music video the <laughs> day before the Super Bowl and yeah. then playing at the Super Bowl halftime show. I just think that that just brings together a lot of strands of culture from the 2010s, and mm-hmm. so that's my number one. Um, I also have uh, Kanye West Ultra Light Beam on there at mm. six. Um, that's, that's kind of my way of getting Chance the Rapper in the mix here because I, I do think he was a very important artist of the 2010s. Acid Rap is another album that narrowly uh, mm-hmm. missed my top 10. And, uh, you know, I think that him on that Kanye track is really important. And then um, Azalea Banks at four with uh, 212. Um, I just think that is a bonkers out there song that <laughs> nothing else. Nothing else sounded like it when it came out, and still nothing else has sounded like it. And I think that people continue to indulge all her uh, extra musical oddities, um, I guess, because they're hoping to uh, someday get something as good as 2 and 2. And then um, my number two track was Robin Dancing on My Own, which I think is just uh, the pinnacle of a good dance pop from the decade, I think. Yeah. that, you know, it's a perfect song.
1: <laughs> I do like that one. yeah. And um, just to kind of put everything in the contrast. So looking at this, li- I couldn't do songs. I'm just going to be honest. There's no way that would that would take way too much research. And I just can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm really glad that you definitely, you know, were able to highlight. And i seen you were uh, given some backlash on having Beyonce above Solange. I've seen that. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I've seen someone call you out on that. You know, we got to know you a little bit today as well. I follow you on Twitter. Um, but I feel like I know you a lot better now. I know your music taste. I give you the floor. Go ahead and promote some recent work that you've done that you'd like to promote. And anything you got, anything you got upcoming that I, you know, that you want us to check out.
0: Oh wow! Well, I wish I had uh, more to plug, um, but I'm just a. Uh I'm just a, uh, editor and reporter based out of, uh, Brooklyn, New York. I work at a trade publication for the touring business, uh, mm-hmm. the live music business called Full Star. So, um, basically, uh, just kind of tracking what artists are, you know, huge, tracking, you know, agents, managers, venues, promoters, all that stuff. That's my mm-hmm. bread and butter. So, um, so kind of getting that, that angle of the business. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, don't have much to plug, but I appreciate you giving me the floor to hey. do that. Um, I've I've loved I've loved being on the sh- on the show and getting to know you a little bit, and yeah. you know I appreciate uh, I appreciate your album list having some things in there yes, that you know are maybe not uh, not the homogenous choices that everybody's making. I think that definitely one of the uh, one of the interesting takeaways from the discourse online has been kind of, you know, some people are critical of like, why does everybody have the same, you know, 15 albums that they're picking from for their (laughs) top tens or whatever. And, you know, obviously there were frankly hundreds, (laughs) thousands, maybe amazing albums come out this decade. And so it's always cool to, uh, and to hear what other people are into and, uh, what else is special to people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So before I let you go, if we were to give an artist of the decade award out, who would it be?
0: Um, I touched on this. I, I gotta go Kendrick. Gotta go Kendrick. Kendrick nope. And you know you could make Over a, Frank? Over Frank? Look. Um, <laughs> you know, channel orange and blonde are classics, but um at some point Frank's uh lack of output maybe might might be the deciding factor here, I think, because, you know, yeah. Kendrick he's got he's got dam, he's got T Pab, he's got uh good kid but he also you know had section 80 an amazing thing in 2011 he had untitled unmastered he had his work on the black panther soundtrack and Mm -hmm. uh, you know all his visionary music videos and also you know you could make a really classic album if you took the 10 to 12 best guest verses that kendrick did Mm -hmm. you could make a great album out of that you know um (laughs) whether it's his, his, you know, being on Control or, you know, I, there's a great um, Isaiah Rashad song with him that I love. You know, you, you know his work on uh, Beyonce's uh, Freedom, you know, you, could, you can make a great album for that, too. So just, I think that at the end of the day, the, uh, that has to be the deciding factor. Is as genius as Frank is, Kendrick did have the, the volume of output at such a high quality.
1: There it is. Eric Renner Brown joining us here <laughs> on the Music Vise podcast for the first time. I appreciate you coming on and we'll have to do this again. Really enjoyed having you.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And I you know hope to do it again soon.
1: Special thanks so much to Eric Renner Brown from joining us here on the Music Vice podcast, helping us dig into the 2010s, the decade of the music that was of the decade, talking albums and songs right here on the podcast. So before we go this week, we've got a new segment that we started last week that I really love. And it's my turn this week. It's my turn. And last week... We started the segment Drop the Needle My producer Cleveland got to pick a song last week He picked Kaina with Green I definitely got some making up to do After earlier earlier Producer Cleveland and I counted down Our top 10 albums from the 2010s And since I couldn't go back And change my top 10 I forgot one very important artist One of my personal favorite artists ever And I somehow forgot one of his albums Just really I didn't really forget it It was just really hard to put that in my top 10 um, Because I like more from this person. But I'm talking about Wiz Khalifa. If you listened earlier, you know that I was a little upset that I missed out on Wiz Khalifa Rolling Papers. So this week, our segment of Drop the Needle, I'm going to make it up to my boy Wiz Khalifa. So to help make amends to my boy Wiz Khalifa, I'm going to drop the needle on a song from Rolling Papers 2 that just actually came out just in 2018. So we're dropping the needle on Rolling Papers too, but the song is called "Mr. Williams" and features rapper Currency and R&B duo The Moonlights. So, without further ado, here's Wiz Khalifa with "Mr. Williams." Let's drop the needle.
4: something, money discussions take my time, I ain't rushing want someone you could trust in me, I'ma fuck and get up in the dust, got work tomorrow that's two of us I feel like I can't lose KK joints till I can't move she happy I came through giving rolling lessons to a crew, smoke like I do no lie, we the truth so highly Don't the room gang just love They'll count me out Barry and saves were well, undisclosed amounts, they all over the place. Plus I fuck with the banks. I got a couple accounts. She got a me and that amount. She was born with it. She went to Doctor Miami for the rest of the shit. Stacked up, renegade on the Vegas trip. But she paid me for the game that I gave the bitch. A level hit a gentleman with a crazy wrist. Ball play 30 points plus 20 assists. I'm not selfish. I throw all my niggas in the mix, don't cuff Introduce my homie to the bitch. If she wants some, she can come through, get done. Spend money being bitches, but I don't love one. Hustle till the cash come for drop out run. Pull up, hop out, cost us, I done
3: uh, this love
4: Been fools out, Bruce in his first bout. I ain't searching for clout, bringing cars out, large amounts of money, garden vaults cause we stars, chase paper, smoke strong, all my bitches get along, well informed, what your nigga doing, cut your phone off, hit you in the morris, said he born, ain't important, true color showing, my whip look comfortable, don't it? The papers rolling, don't see my opponents Stay focused, focused. Fear, just let me out
5: Chain. Diamonds on everything. Bend some corners, dropping chains. Hop onto a private plane. Paid the cost to be the boss. And now I need some time to boss. I hear them, don't believe them, no. Paper, right, just get it, go. Making conversation problems. Face them, not the niggas right away. I keep a nice, long jacket, yeah, no police. So I'ma place it. I'm taking niggas out the race. Always rolling up my killing. Trying to get another million in my safe. <coughs> Said I'd be there when you need 'em, but I just
4: don't see 'em worth the love. Uh, and if you down for me, I'll be right there when you need me. Hit me up. Yeah. Said I'd be there when you need 'em, but I just don't see 'em worth the
5: love. Uh, and if you down for me, I'll be right there when you need me. Hit me up. got a couple chain options. And every ring that I'm rocking, niggas want me falling off a nigga way stopping. Always hit the markers, I know how to stand pocket. Now they stare, mind is clear. I seen yours, mine is rare. Money long, not a care, blowing strong, down the share. When I'm home, I'm the mayor. Rims cold like a player, really cold rocking carrots. Up, up. Up, up. Say they be there up, when you need them, but I just up, don't up. see them.
4: Where they are. If you down for me, I'll be right there when you need me and be up. Yep, yep, yep. Say they be there when you need them, but I just don't see it. Where's the love? And if you down for me, I'll be right there when you me.
1: That'll do it for this week's edition of the Music Vize Podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites and leave us a review. Let us know what you guys are thinking of this fantastic show. A special thanks to both of our sponsors of the podcast, including Neat, Neat, Neat Records and Music and the Clyde Theater. Really appreciate both those sponsors. Be sure to check them out, especially if you're going to a show at the Clyde Theater. If you're going to a show in the city of Fort Wayne, be sure to check out the Clyde Theater. Fantastic show. If you're going to get some new records, some new CDs, you want to hear some music as well. Um, go ahead and go over to 1836 South Calhoun Street and visit Neat 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 Records and Music, and visit my friends Morrison and Danielle, fantastic record shops. So that'll do it for this week's edition. And until next week, everybody, be sure to spread some peace and love.
5: Podcasts by Federated Media.